listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 57. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who should be grateful. He told me that I had to wait till 11 seconds before I was allowed to start talking. I was a little off on my count there, I, I know. I know, but you told me and I was watching. And so I actually did what the right thing was, which was actually not the thing you were signaling me to do. And I could have been wrong, but I ended up being right. So all I can say, girl, <laughs> it's a good girl. Thank you, Daddy. All right. <laughs> Did I ever say your name? Hi, that's John Brownstone over there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, this week uh, we're in a cheerfully good mood, and yet we're going to be talking about anger, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> dealing with that wow. in power exchange. But we're going to do it cheerfully, so hopefully nobody gets angry listening. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving. BDSM on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate Loving DS in the number one or at Loving DS one or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM all links are in the show notes and the show notes can be found at Loving BDSM.net this week's mini sode what was that word I don't know this week's mini sode is on yet again air quote sponsored by the loving bdsm etsy shop and specifically our latest 30 days of ds volume 2 workbook mm-hmm. this one's designed to help kingsters after you've negotiated your power exchange but now you got to figure out how to actually live it so consider this a workbook that goes beyond bdsm 101 and you can get your copy on our etsy shop link is in the show notes show notes are at loving bdsm.net Okay, so this week we're talking about anger, mm-hmm. and I, most of the time people are thinking about power exchange. They don't want to think about being angry at one another, but it is an emotion like any other. We all experience it from time to time. I don't care how amazing of a submissive you are. I don't care how patient of a dominant you are. <laughs> Somebody's getting angry at some point, okay? And resolving it may or may not be easy. Um, We have done a really long conversation about anger. We've also done a really long conversation in the past about disagreements and arguments, which is often where the anger bubbles up from. Um, But this time we're gonna do our best to keep it short and sweet with a few things to keep in mind when thinking about getting angry or dealing with anger in your power exchange. Okay. It will definitely happen. Like, let's just get level set right now. It's going to happen. You might be in your new relationship energy phase. You might be in the honeymoon phase. You might be in the I'm a completely obedient submissive and would never, ever, not even just talk back to my dominant, but think back at my dominant. Like, sure, sure. Okay. The longer you're together, you're humans, y'all. There will be conflict. Somebody's going to get angry. One of those times. One of those times when you can say never, say never. Right. The best thing to do is just to accept it as an inevitability so that when it happens, you're not automatically in the mindset of, oh my God, this relationship is on fire. It will never recover. It, depending on the reason for the anger, it probably will. You'll get through it. But nobody needs that kind of surprise because you put your own relationship on a, on a pedestal <laughs> and now it has to come falling back down to earth. You need to talk about it, but not always while you are angry. I would actually like uh, edit myself because I wrote the notes, of course, to say <laughs> almost never while you're angry. Yeah. You and I have yet to have a productive conversation <laughs> when well, we're angry. Absolutely. And and there there's pretty much... In a nutshell, you know, when when you're angry and and you're seeing stars, you're not going to 
be productive. No. You know, you're just going to be button heads and, and, and neither side's going to be open to compromise and, and you're just going to keep going around in circles. And if you know you're the type of person who sh- says shit you don't mean when you're angry, yeah. shut your damn mouth because you're yep. about to ruin a relationship because your mouth ran away with you because you were mm-hmm. angry. I'm the opposite. When I get angry, I don't say things I don't mean. I, I have very little patience for that kind of behavior and no relationship I've had where somebody says things they quote didn't mean when they were angry ever lasted for me but I actually get really quiet and so I can't even advocate for myself very well when I'm angry so the thing to do is acknowledge to yourself first and then to your partner that you are indeed angry say to the other and if you're both angry say it to one another need to calm down first we'll talk about it later Now, then, of course, the thing about that is you have to go back and talk about it later, even if it's a day later, even a week later. And you're like, oh, it's fine now. I don't even know what I was angry about. Talk about it. Because, you know, just because you have calmed down and things seem better, you still need to talk about what happened because that is the perfect recipe for resentment. Oh yeah, it'll come back out eventually. W- right. Eventually. You know, you may think because you're you're calm and and you know, you're no longer upset. No, because what'll happen, it will fester. So you even though you're calm, need to be talked about. And to to my folks out there who have the kind of thought that I often do, which is, "Oh, I'm sure there was nothing to be angry about in the first place or oh, I overreacted." I don't know if it's a personality trait amongst like a certain type of person or just hits all kinds of us in different ways. But I know as a, as a recovering people pleaser, I absolutely have a tendency to minimize my own anger. And once I've calmed Mm -hmm. down, if I'm not actively feeling the anger, I will try to convince myself there was nothing to be angry about. It is possible that you overreacted and were angry about nothing, but there was something there. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just, even if it's just a check in to go, you know, we handled that kind of well, like that thing happened and I thought I was angry, but maybe I'm not. But hey, look at us being mature adults through this. Like acknowledge the thing <laughs> yeah. happened. Do not sweep it under the rug. Do not act like it didn't happen. Do not minimize your own feelings because eventually it's coming back out. Yeah. Okay. Don't be afraid to go to bed angry. This was so hard for me. It, it was. Well, you I know. Don't, I didn't like this. So I still don't no. like it. Well, but because, it does because for years... In relationships, it has always been said, never go to bed angry. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. And and that has been drummed into people's heads. And that is not necessarily true. Um, you know, while it it's not always the best recipe for a good night's sleep. It is not. It's an awful night's sleep. Okay. <laughs> what it does is it gives both people time to breathe. Yeah. Time to calm down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while you may not wake up feeling fully refreshed in the morning, you know, guaranteed things will look a little better. Yeah. And, and, that, and that anger that you had the night before will have diminished. Right. The initial feeling, that fiery feeling. Right. Depending on what it is. Some things yeah, are, well, are maddening enough you're still angry. But the initial reaction may have calmed correct. down. You may be able to actually talk right. about it without screaming or crying or whatever your response exactly. is. Exactly. And the first time we did it, that was an awful night's sleep. I'm not, yeah. a fan. I'm not a fan of us being angry at one another. No. I'm glad it's super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, 
going to bed angry was not fun. No. Not at all. Um, but you have to admit, the next morning when we woke up, with. it was easier to mm-hmm. talk about and deal with. Mm-hmm. Because because I know I had that mindset of, we are not going to bed angry. We had a couple of times where the anger lasted well into the night. <laughs> there were many tears. We still didn't sleep well. And the next morning, the, the emotions were more raw than the time we went to bed angry. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know how. I think it's because I... What happened is the initial thing made one or both of us angry and then me pushing to make the conversation happen just pissed you off even more. Yes. And then now I'm angry that you're angry and nobody and <laughs> do not be afraid to go to bed angry. It, it was okay. it was a vicious it was a vicious cycle. It was. Yes. It absolutely was. So don't be afraid of it. Especially if you know that you are the type who will absolutely bring up the thing later. Okay. If there's a lot of repression going on and you're still struggling on how to talk about things later. I still don't be completely afraid to go to bed angry with one another, but just know you're going to have to work extra hard to make sure you say what you need to say once everybody's calm. But yeah, yeah, just just do it. Just nope. try to get some sleep. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, in, in all this, the next thing is you need to think about what made you angry. Yeah, because... Sometimes it's really big things. It's a breach of trust. It's, you know, something was said or promised or whatever, and then expectations were not met. And sometimes it's, it's something small and stupid. So small and you overreacted and it and your reaction was outsized to what it was. Yeah. Sometimes it's a misunderstanding or a misalignment of expectations. One of you were communicating at cross purposes. You thought you said a thing, I mm-hmm. heard something different, and we didn't clarify with one another, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, when you're in the middle of being angry, not going to probably do this one very well. This is the you've calmed down a bit. Maybe you've had a conversation. Maybe you haven't. And you're just like on your own. But really being honest with yourself about what about the situation made you angry is a great thing to know for either the conversation about the argument or future conversations on okay, you know how we had that blow up about a week ago? How can we avoid that in the future? And then you get to go, you know, what made me angry was not the thing you said or the shirt you wore, the way you rolled your eyes or whatever, whatever, whatever. It was actually how this made me feel or what it reminded me of. Or guess what? I was triggered and I couldn't really like have, I didn't realize it at the time, but now I'm looking at it, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Think about what actually made you angry. It's not, sometimes it is the thing that happened in front of us or to us. Sometimes it's deeper than that. But when you can kind of understand and differentiate, then you can kind of figure out your path forward Yeah. as you're dealing with mm-hmm. it. And something you just said is our, is our next point. Before you get angry again, think about your known triggers, bad tapes, and other things that set you off. So this is definitely the the issue has been resolved. The anger mm-hmm. has dissipated. We've had our conversation. We've resolved it to the best of our abilities. Now I'm in a calm place and maybe we're working on our relationship a little bit. Maybe, you know, you're doing one of those 30 days of DS workbooks is all I'm saying. <laughs> this is the time to think about what is it that makes me angry? What is it that, you know, from my past, from other relationships has made me angry? This is not a thing where you then create this laundry list of stuff to present to your partner and go, never do these things. I will be angry. No, 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 no. This is more to help your partner understand because there have been times when you got angry first, Mm -hmm. 
I got angry in response. Right. And then you were doubly angry because you were like, but I had the right to be angry. What are you yelling about? And when we were able <laughs> to talk about it later when we were calm, I could go, look, you need to understand that when you come at me with a raised voice, it is mm -hmm. a trigger. It is a known yeah. trigger. I know where it comes from. I can pinpoint the day that trigger was developed. Thanks. I'm like, <laughs> I am I'm working on reacting less badly, but I need you to work on not coming at me by yelling because it's it, this is probably what's going to happen. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> what what that does though is it gives you a better understanding of sense of self. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, and I know this sort of annoys you a little bit, but it, I think it's proved helpful. Sometimes when one or both of you are, are kind of aware of those things with each of, like, I know how you tend to respond to things when you're angry. You mm -hmm. know how I respond when you get angry. Like, we have learned that about one another. What it means is one or both of us can be aware of it, and sometimes we can diffuse a situation before it blows up. Yes. You might be snappish, and I'll hear something in your tone that I know affects me. Mm -hmm. And I can say, hey, look, I think, I think, I'm right when I say you're angry here. I get that you might be angry, but I need I need you to stop. I can't handle that tone. And because we've yeah. had these conversations in the past already, you hear me say that and you modulate. Like you mm -hmm. might still be annoyed, but you modulate yeah. enough to go, okay, okay, at least it won't be me yelling at and, it. And you know, I, I, I have to say this, say this in front of everybody here. I am so sorry. For? You know, you got you you got the best of the best with me. Italian and German heritage from blown together. <laughs> Y'all, they yell when they're happy. They yell when they're mad. They yell when they're stressed. They just yell. They yell when you're sad. You know, it's yell. just, yeah, you, you yell. And, and that's, I think, the Italian side. And I think the German side is you just look stern the whole time. Like, are we celebrating my birthday or am I getting a lecture? I don't actually know. Right. <laughs> I actually find family gatherings with your family very overwhelming because everybody is yelling Everybody's and glaring at the same time. And I don't understand. And see, I don't I don't see it as yelling. They're just <laughs> talking, trying to be heard over one another. <laughs> but the the thing about having these conversations, thinking about anger and, and what triggers your anger and how you deal with anger yeah. and blah 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 when you're not angry means we can joke about it. We right. can talk about it in this way. And when something comes up, sometimes not always, mm -hmm. <laughs> one or both of us will, you know, have a, uh, be in the frame of mind to go, okay, I, un I, I think you're angry about this, but th can we not do this? And we can, we help each other. We get through the mm -hmm. argument, the disagreement better with less shouting, with less crying, with less, <laughs> you know, hurt feelings, whatever it may be. Um, and that that is impossible to do in the middle of the anger. It is, right. it is possible. It is, you can do it if you can keep your sense of humor yeah. uh, when you're not angry. And it is mm -hmm. worth doing because you have to go back to the very first thing that we said at the top of this. Somebody's going to get pissed off in this relationship. And it'll probably be both of you. And submissives, you're not bad submissives if you get angry. Guess what, dominance? You're not bad dominance if you can't be stoic all the time. And <laughs> heaven forbid you have actual emotions and one of them is anger. That is ultimately the thing to remember. Your anger is a valid emotion. It comes from a place. It happened mm -hmm. because of a thing. The, 
the thing that comes after that, the how you behave, what you do, what you say, those are the things you're responsible for. Right. And those are the things you might have to answer for if you don't handle it well. Yeah. So if you can talk about it when you're calm, mm-hmm. you have a better shot of handling it well right. when you're not. And, and, you know, like you said, anger is a valid emotion. What makes it a bad emotion is whether you, um, when you get angry, whether you deal with it in a good way or a not so good way a healthy way you or know. not and healthy and way. and i just want to add a little caveat to our last little um uh block there you know when it comes to triggers mm-hmm. um you know if if someone knows they have certain triggers well it's absolutely important to talk about it after the fact okay and you know but if you are going into a relationship and someone knows that they have certain triggers, that is something that should be talked about up front. Oh, sure. Once you're at a point in your relationship where there's a trust there and you right. feel when, safe enough to do it. When you feel yes. comfortable to do it, absolutely. Yes. The thing you know, is, is that the other partner is not cannot be expected to remember that all the time. Right. And so you may need to have these conversations again. It's also possible that you're like, I know what my triggers are in kink play, but you haven't yet fathomed the, the fact <laughs> that you're going to have an argument and you're right. amazing dominant who is, you know, heaven sent and on this pedestal that we told y'all not to put them on. Uh, it's gonna <laughs> piss you off, and you're gonna have this moment of, I chose this motherfucker. Like you're gonna, you're, you are, you are. I promise you. I wanted this, right? What? And in that moment, those <laughs> triggers might be different than the ones you've talked about. So yeah. it's just an ongoing conversation. Correct. Um, if you would like help uh, working through this conversation about anger with your partner or any of the other like harder to deal with things because it's not the fun stuff of hey what's our our kinky fuckery gonna look like you should totally check out uh 30 days of ds uh volume two it is beyond bdsm 101 thank you very much because yeah we have one of our prompts is about anger Uh, (laughs) and i think on the reflection worksheet i'm even like okay what are your triggers what gets you pissed off how do you normally behave what's gonna like not work for you like to get you to think through these things and have the conversation outside of the argument outside of the heat of the emotions so yeah that's what Mm -hmm. we uh, would like you to remember about anger uh that's our shameless self-promotion for uh 30 days of ds volume (laughs) two and that is it for us this week yeah okay okay bye